win goals, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pop a pill, sip, no placebo. Now that trill shit you said you beef on. Make you real sick, play the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see, I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. Nose bleeds, OBs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in this good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a wrap Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no cap What is up everybody, that's your boy AB Guapo Here on another great episode of the Forever Rich Podcast You know you got AB Guapo, you got King Diamond How you doing, man? I'm doing good, how about yourself, how was your week? It was good, man, the all-white party was here on saturday <laughs> and it was uh it was a time we had a good time it was cool yeah go ahead and elaborate on that you know i got some some interesting calls last night well you called me first and i actually don't even remember like what you called me for for some business stuff that had to do with the business but then i got random missed that... calls and then i was like oh shit what's, what's going on do i gotta <laughs> got take the next flight to panama city what's what's going down you know I thought you was, you know, I had the the Batman sign up in the air. I was gonna have to, you know, jump in, you know, in the Batmobile and, you know, speed down to Panama. Nah, you know, a little bit too much Grey Goose, you know, got the got the best of me, mm. you know. But you know, my girl was there, you know, right by my side, taking care of me. So you know, it's all good. We all get one. We all get one. Mm. You know, mm. one right. one per year, one per year. But it was cool. It was a good time. Um, I like things like this because, like, you know. It's a lot of black folks getting together, but like there was no riffraff, there was no fighting or anything like that. Like it was just people having a good time. So it's good. You know, the younger generation likes to go to clubs and fight and stuff. And I don't know. I don't be, I don't be with that. Oh man. Now you sound like one of them old heads, like young, (laughs) young generation. Yeah. You you know, the, the 20, 21 year olds, you know, they'd be ready to buck. You know, everybody. I come into the club trying to act like they tough, they hard, whatever. I you know. I just train. I've transitioned from that. I'm like, look, man. I came here to have a nice time, have fun. I didn't come here to fight somebody over, you know, because I they scuffed my shoes. Though I it is a, that is a smackable offense. I was but, about to say, I don't know. <laughs> you grill grown now. Uh, <laughs> step on my days. I'm a hey, motherfucker. You know, that that's the smackable offense, you know, but yeah, yeah, things happen, you know. So Well, I'm glad you know you you're elevating your 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 ways, you know. You you get more mature out here. I mean yeah, still drinking like a baby, but you know, you out here maturing on me. I'm I drank a lot of gray goose. I wasn't a baby amount, you know. While she was while I was waiting for my Monica to get ready, you know, I was I was uh pre gaming solo like a like a drug uh <laughs> like an alcoholic goodness why i was struggling for the words there like an alcoholic i was just sitting around you know take pouring shots you know how long it takes women to get ready so you know i had a lot of time pre-gaming that's that's why i was so messed up see and that was to be getting you it's because you'd be out here like heavy handing at the house be like do 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 and then putting like a little bit of sprite in that bitch i was drinking it straight no sprite nothing oh see look that's how you straight did to the you head before did you eat anything yeah yeah i did What'd i had a eat? couple chicken nuggets but see look <laughs> you out here acting like youngster like you like your stomach is made out of iron now or you know steel like this ain't Pittsburgh, dog. You you ain't still stomach out here, so you oh, know you gotta man. eat. You gotta eat something good before you you know something hefty on your stomach. That's why you was smacked super early. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But you know, I mean, the thing was only till eight o'clock anyways, so oh, it wasn't like it was an all night thing. So it was just like a four to eight type thing. So we was back in back indoors by like nine, you know, and I was tucked in the bed, you know. <laughs> Ready, ready to start my Sunday off right. Yeah, you know, see, so. look, you out here trying to do too much, but yeah, I I feel like like events like that. As for how do I want to put this? I want to say like elevated people, but it's more for like you know your mid class to upper tier type folks type parties to where it's like it's an event to socialize, but also kind of like to 
to social network and stuff like that. So not a lot of people out there trying to look, you know, when you go to a club club, those are more like for like, you know, I'm trying to get on some hoes or, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to knock. I'm ready to buck. You know, it's Friday night. I'm trying to get into something. I'm trying to, you know, world star somebody. Um, yeah. So it's a big different scenery. But it, yeah. like I said, though, like you were saying, those, those events are kind of like more like the events like I want to go to. Like, honestly, there's so many clubs out here in Houston and shit like that that everybody be like, bro, you got to go here. You got to go here. It's like. Uh, unless I'm getting like a VIP section where I don't got to be shoulder to shoulder to anybody, I ain't going. Cause like, like you said, mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. the atmosphere is just like gonna be standing there. I already got a lady, so I ain't even out there to scope. So then I'm just there just to be there. And if like, you know, somebody gonna start popping off, or like as soon as it starts getting close, where they about to start turning the lights on, motherfuckers gonna start acting like you know. Every they gotta prove themselves, and I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to get in that environment no more. Like my my knuckles already hurting, busted from fighting, you know, well, previous like 20 years. I ain't trying to fight no more. Um, but yeah, fully understand that. Um, my week was pretty pretty decent, pretty good. Um, nothing major. Um, Mars about to start daycare next week, so we super excited about that. And then hopefully she makes some friends, you know, in the daycare. I'm telling you, bro, like, I don't, I don't know if I said this on, on the podcast or not, but I'm afraid. I'm super afraid for my daughter. Like, you know, you like, you kind of like with my daughter, I've been, you know, seeing her, her behaviors and how she acts and stuff like that. And I feel like I got a fucking evil ass mean girl for a daughter. Like she's going to be one of them. Like, don't touch me. Like an Angelica Pickles, where everything's about her, and I was like, I'm starting to see it. And I'm like, damn, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Like, I hope she don't end up like that, because like nobody likes those girls in high school. It's like nobody want to talk to them. Everybody want to just be doing their own thing, you know. So I'm praying and hoping that she, she like when she starts daycare, she kind of like mellows out, because I I would hate that for her. I wouldn't. I think that's more of like a common with like single. Uh, kids without siblings. I say single kids. It's kids without siblings. It's just because like they're just so used to getting, you know, everything they. I won't say everything they want. I guess is a bad term. They're just used to not having to share. They're used to you know to not you know really having to uh, be around other people. You know, they're always getting all the attention at the house because it's just them. You know, it's just you and her. So and and Raven. So she's. The dynamic changes, you know, you go to the, she's going to go to daycare, you know, they're going to have snack times and other kids are going to be around. So as, as the years go by, you know, she'll, uh, she'll get better. That's just how kids are. You know, you, you got to work with them, you know, then when she comes home, you know, maybe, you know, she make her share even, even just sharing with, you know, with you guys as parents, you know, you know, hey, but, Give her half a cookie, show her, you know, you're not going to get the whole cookie sometimes. Here's only half. I get half, you get half. Because sometimes that's how it be, you know. But I think she'll be all right, you know. I, I'm I'm team Mars. I think she'll be good, you know. She's going to be know. in daycare. She's going to be Miss Popular, prom queen, uh, all that stuff. That's that's what I think. The other day she was about to press you. She was talking about, you know. Uh, no, I know. I, I didn't even do nothing. Oh, you, know? you deserve a pat pat from what she was saying. You know, oh, he was out man. here being reckless. Well, I'll remember that in the future. Oh. Okay. Don't don't call my phone when you need it when you need something. I'm like, remember that time you said I needed a pat pat? Oh no. She I can't like, help Uncle Alex, it. come on man, don't be so sensitive. You know, that was that was just the heat of the moment, you know. <laughs> right, is that what that was? Damn. Well, this is the heat of the moment of me hanging up. <laughs> no, but yeah. So yeah, weeks really good can't complain season about to start up so super excited about that yeah let's hope you get a uh, actual playing time i drove all the way to florida down in orlando oh, and but, they gave you like two minutes i was very disappointed and paid money to see the game too and you guys lost well again we should have won too that's the crazy should, part yeah yep all them damn airs and we still could have won the game but crazy we'll see you gotta grind, you know. I only only did like two practices with them, so I wasn't expecting like 
stay in the whole game. But season yeah. start, we'll see what what's what. I'll keep y'all updated. Post it. Well, we got a good show for y'all. We're gonna talk a little uh, sports, uh, outside world and stuff that's been going on this week. Uh, we want to talk about John Morant and Patrick Mahomes' brother. So, won't be won't be many topics, but we're we're gonna get into it. So, if you guys don't know, or who for people who aren't really following NBA news like that, John Morant, he's a prevalent basketball player in the NBA, up and coming young guy for the Memphis Grizzlies, very talented, one of the most talented young players probably in the league. Very dynamic, kind of reminds me of a young. Derrick Rose before his injuries. Um, so he's a very good player. Already on a mega contract, $200 million extension already. So he's already well-funded, well-solidified, uh, NBA all-star. So he's already on, on his way, and he's only probably 23 or 24. I don't know how old. He's 23. 23. So young guy, already on his way, already made generational wealth. But over the last couple of weeks, he's been doing some dumb stuff. Um, in my opinion, some people may feel like it's not dumb. I think most of the uh, people who are kind of 25 and older would be would agree that it's stupid. You know, maybe some younger people may think like, ah, he's just being himself. You know, we we do live in a time where kind of everything's always excused with the they're just being themselves. But um, Making some dumb choices. He's had a couple incidents. If we can go back actually a few weeks, he had the Shannon Sharp incident. His dad is very – John Morant keeps his dad around, and his dad is a very vocal dad. You know, Not to say he's a bad father, just vocal. You know, He's on the sidelines You know, with, with other celebrities and stuff. You know, Then they had the Shannon Sharp incident. Um, they've also had an incident with supposedly somebody uh, associates to John Morant were in the game flashing lasers at a player, and they were saying it was from a gun. They were lasers from a gun. Um, but basically, he's keeping bad company. This is kind of the long story short for that. And uh, we just want to kind of get into that uh, a little bit and talk about what we think uh, John Morant should do. Uh, we've actually had, I mean, the last two, what, two or three episodes we talked about this, you got to change the company you keep. You know, you got to look into really, like, who you're keeping around you. And this is just a prime example, folks. I mean, it is prime example. John Morant's fucking his money up by keeping these guys around who are probably from the hood, from the streets. He is from uh, a rough area. I don't know where he's from, um, but uh, probably got hood, you know, hood people around him, street, street people around him who are making money from him making money because he's making so much money. That's just how it goes. You know, you, you move up your, you know, a lot of the mentality for these athletes is, you know, I'm gonna make a whole bunch of money. I'm gonna bring all my family and friends with me, which is always fine. But you got to always remember that if we're bringing people with you, they need to be contributing something. This, this mindset that people have is like, look, besides your parents who raised you, obviously that was their contribution. But besides your parents, you know, having a bunch of friends around you with $200 million, they're just holding their hand out. That's that's all they're doing. They're not contributing anything. Are they getting into the gym with you? Are they getting, uh, you know, working out with you? Are, are they, you know, helping you practice your mid-range jumper pull-up? You know, they're not putting in the time with you. So why are they getting part of your money just to keep them around? Not only that, you know, you also got to think, why would you keep around somebody, you know, that's going to get you in a bad spotlight? You know, you get sponsorship deals. John Morant's was signed to Nike. He's got a Nike deal. You know what I'm saying? And these companies, they don't play no games. They'll drop you just like that. You do one wrong thing, you out. You cut. So uh, it's all about the company you keep, man. And John Morant is just not doing a good job, in my opinion. And he needs to remove himself from these people. You know, he's deactivated his Twitter. He got suspended uh, because of the gun incident in the club. So if you guys don't know, what really is sparking, you know, this conversation is that John Morant um, was seen at a nightclub uh, on Instagram Live and he flashes a gun. Probably the dumbest thing that you could freaking do because you're just telling on yourself. Um, and since then, he got suspended. The NBA did investigate. They, um, the investigate. 
uh, and gave him a two-game suspension. Pretty light, I'd say, uh, for the for what he did. You know, I don't. I mean, I guess they probably looked into it and seen like he was allowed to have a gun, but you're not supposed to have a gun inside of a nightclub. You know, that's those are not a good place to be flashing a gun, but especially on Instagram Live where you have a lot of young fans and stuff like that who are. Or John Morant fans, they're they're looking up, they look up towards you. So you have to also be cognizant of that. Uh, what? How are you feeling about John Morant's recent uh, shenanigans? I guess we can call them over the past couple of months. I mean, you hit it on right on the head. Uh, for I think it's stupid, bro. Like we was talking about this. I've been talking about this for a hot minute um, where it's like people expect you to act a certain way just because of your ethnic background or just because you grew up in a certain neighborhood or you grew up in a certain area. And it was like for us, I'd always know like we hung out with numerous people, white, black, hood, middle class, uppity rich, the whole shebang bang. And it was always like when we always hung out with some of our hood friends, it always like yo, y'all, y'all kind of corny. Y'all, 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 y'all different. Y'all, y'all weird. Y'all, y'all not, y'all not about that life. Y'all, y'all uppity. Y'all, y'all this, you that. It's like, why do I have to prove how down I am, or you know, just by the way I dress, or the way that I talk, just because you know I'm a certain way doesn't mean that like I'm less black than the next person. I mean, I'm I'm a, the lightest person out here. Uh, I'm super light skinned. But when it comes at the end of the day, like, I shouldn't have to try to prove, like, my blackness to anybody or, you know, how, like, if I dress a certain way, that's just how I dress. Like, you shouldn't have to try be out here trying to prove yourself. And I feel like that's John Morant's whole, whole image right now is he wants to prove himself to be one of these, down, like, I don't, from the information that I got, he went to, like, a private school, but he got both of his parents like they lived in like a suburb so it was like i don't think he was really you know in the hood uh with these people until he got to uh whatever murray state he came from murray state yeah i believe so so that that's a you know that's a i want to say a low-income college but you know that's in a rough area so the people that he was hanging out was probably like some real southern brothers you know grew up country grew up hood and so he, when he hung out with those type of people, he, he hung, he, he got introduced to a whole bunch of people while he was in, at the university. So then when he, you know, started becoming well famous, you know, everybody going to want to, you know, pull on your jacket, you know, you know, introduce themselves, try to attach or leech themselves to you to where I feel like he was like, oh, these people are really down for me. You know, these are my real friends and yada, yada, yada. And then so he made it big. And so the stuff that he could, he could, you know, possibly get away with in college just because, you know, it's a small university. It's not like it's Duke or UNC, UCLA, Ohio State, where, you know, everybody's watching you every step you take once you get onto that campus to where, um, but even then, I mean, some people get away with a lot of stuff in college. So it's just like, I feel like that mentality and those behaviors just transferred over to the NBA. But now you're making millions of dollars. You literally have all cameras on you at all times. You can't even go go to a bathroom without someone. She, oh, can I get a picture, bro? You know, can you, hey, can I, can you sign this? So it's like, he's still trying to live. He's still trying to prove himself or live that lifestyle that he thinks that he's supposed to live. And it's like, bro, that's not like, you got to elevate yourself. Like crabs in a barrel. That's, that's a perfect example of crabs in a barrel right there. Because it's like, yo, even if that was, if those were your true boys, they'd be like, hey, bro, nah. Like, don't even worry about it, though. Like, don't, hey, we got this. And then it's like the whole laser thing. It's like, there's, bro, that's the most dumbest shit. Like, why would you keep people doing around dumb shit? It's like, it's like, if I had a friend that constantly is like always trying to fucking fight somebody and we were just talking about like, yeah, bro, like we in our 30s now. Like, I ain't trying to, like, if I have to, I'll throw down. But I ain't looking to fucking fight somebody just to fight somebody. If you got someone that's always constantly looking for a fight in their 30s, you got to disassociate with that person or keep them from a distance. Like, you can still be cool with them, but you need to spend less time with them. You need to elevate yourself to somebody that actually going to, you know, look out for you or put you in a better situation than what you're at. And John Morant 
has not got the proper guidance from either his daddy or any of the people that he associates with because he's doing like immature kid shit. Like you 23, bro, like this is this is like some some 16, 17 year old dumb shit that you do on Twitter or Instagram. And you know, we we preach this in several different seasons and episodes about, you know, Black Lives Matters and this this and that and it's like Bro, if you would have done this at the wrong time, you could have easily got shot by a cop or something. Like, you know, like you just out here thinking that you, you're untouchable. You're doing out here doing dumb shit, and that could have taken your life. And it, especially everybody watches. Everybody's going to watch your moves on Twitter. So if they see you at a certain club and they already know you packing, what do you, what, what do, you think that they're going to do? They're going to try, even if for an event, they try to take a chain or something like that. You still going to have to run into them. They know you packing because you already you gave yourself away. You gave your security blanket away. And then so they just going to start popping off first. And then you're going to put yourself in a an offset situation to where something, you know, it's going to some, some could end up bad for you or someone that you associate with. And then it's not going to be a good look for you. One, you just lost somebody dear to you. Two, you was you put yourself in a preventable situation and it all could have been fucking resolved if you would have just like. People need to stop trying to act like they have to fit this certain persona. Like it doesn't, you don't have to work that way, bro. Like I, I agree. And I think a lot of it comes from uh, the, the media too, presenting, always presenting black people in such a negative condensation. We're always presented as gangsters, hood, poor, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of like what people expect from us. And like you said earlier, you know, if when we don't meet that dynamic, you know, it's, oh, you're not really black. So, or you're not really down. You're not really part of this type of stuff. And it's like, look, man, John Morant, you have 200 plus million dollars on the line. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up for, you know, your boys who don't have a dime to their name, don't have anything going for themselves, who are just trying to leech off you. You know, that you don't have anything to prove to them, but you have something to prove to the NBA. You have something to prove to your fans. You have something to prove to Memphis, the organization that's paying you $200 million. And Nike, who's probably paying you $100 million. And even on top of that, it's like you already saw they they cut ties with Kyrie in 2.2 seconds. It was like, fuck you. We're done. You ain't getting no more shoes. Took, took away his entire shoe deal. And he yep. worked. And Kyrie worked hard for that. So it was like, bro, like. You got to learn from other people's mistakes. Like, come on. Like, there's so many other people in the NBA history that, you know, somewhat kind of did either was on that line or was like fiddling on that line, the exact same path that you was taking. And you like lead, but like you can go, history repeats itself. Like, bro, you could see what's going to happen to you. Allen Iverson was one of the perfect situations that a lot of sportscasters pulled up. And it wasn't even stuff Allen Iverson was doing. It was stuff that his boys was doing, and he was getting, you know, in trouble for shit like that. Michael you know, Vick. We can name Michael Vick, yeah. yeah. Jalen Rose went on a, a good, you know, background story about his life on, on ESPN. That's like, bro, like, you got to learn from other people's mistakes, bro. Like, especially when you elevate it in the game. Like, you're costing yourselves millions to prove – a point to some people that don't even really their opinions don't matter. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like you've, you've made it. You, you've reached to where your families, to, your kids will be taken care of for the rest of their lives. You have nothing to prove that you don't need to prove. Hey, I got, I still got my black card. Like the only way that you, the only thing that you should do is giving back to your community to ele- to put them in the right positions to elevate themselves. You got a whole exactly. bunch of a whole bunch of people that don't have the same opportunities, so you create ways so they can not not necessarily get to your status, but have the possibilities to reach, like open the the doors, and it's like closed, and you're just slowly creeping it open to get more people into the door, and you're wasting your time just trying to sh- prove to some some dumbass people that you know you're about that life, which you're probably not. He probably never been in a fight. He probably never been like he probably don't even know how to shoot the gun. You can see the way that he handled it. He don't even know how to handle a gun. So it's and it And you can tell and like you could tell from the video, it was probably like someone like he got on IG live, he was drunk, and then someone probably was in the background like, bro, go lift up the piece, bro. Lift up the piece, bro. And he was like, (laughs) you know, some goofy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then 
And then somebody was like, oh, fuck, bro, you shouldn't have did. Then, like, his manager or some shit was, like, messaged him probably, like, five minutes later. was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and that, that I 100% believe that that little um, press release that he gave, that wasn't even his writing. That was his agent or somebody. Because they saw oh, it. Oh, yeah, from it, a, was, uh, his it was It was saw yeah. from a, mil- a million miles away, like, oh, hell no, we got to get behind this shit before <laughs> it gets out of hand too quickly. Like, you're already losing money getting suspended like we got to nip this in the butt so it's like it kind of it goes back to my show bro it goes back to um what you call it on uh, amazon it's not the, the boys guy. the boys yeah it's like these celebrities be feeling sometimes that they super untouchable and then when shit when the when the, the world mass gets a hold of it then they just like oh shit i gotta we gotta change this up change the narrative could take back control of it so it's like like bro this is the dumbest shit that you could cho- choose but it's like it, it happens to everybody like every like i yeah. said we like i said i can't i can't knock him too much it's just you just got to be smart about it because like i said it's like we we used to get i still get ridiculed for it every day because everybody sees me they'll see like oh he got a he got the the twist in he got the locks in but he looked white and then they'd be like, they'll start hearing me talk or, you know, stuff like that. And they'd be like, mm, okay, he's, he might be mixed with something. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. And then it's just like, still be like, oh yeah, like he black, but he's not black, black, you know, he's not like, he's one of us, but he's not one of us type shit. So it's like, everybody gets ridiculed for shit like that. And you just like, bro, it's like, I don't have to prove myself. Like I've been around with some, some thug ass motherfuckers and I've been with some uppity, you know, salad fork you know oyster spoon type motherfucking black folks too so it's like you there's the spectrum is wide for it you shouldn't have right, to prove how black, black you are is with it, anybody. Right, exactly black is just the color of your skin it's not necessarily uh who you are as a person and i think we get lost in that kind of in today's society where it's like oh you're black you act like this you're white you act like this you're asian you act like this you're uh british you act like this you know like people started making fun of 21 savage because he was from london and i was like oh what does that have to do with anything you know that's just where he was born and it's like it's always been like dumbfounding to me that we judge people based upon where they were born like we can control that as humans where you're born you're born wherever your parents are living at the time it's it doesn't like Mars was born in Houston, so it's not, but that doesn't mean she's got to be a country truck driving, you know, lifted country girl. She's just born in Houston. It's just crazy to me, you know. But even then, it's like you get on 21 Savage from being from the UK. European poverty levels is way worse than America's shit. Like, and them gangsters is like generational gangsters. This ain't no like, oh, my neighborhood. This is like, yo, my city. Like, motherfuckers is out there like, ready to like you could watch any like i i feel like we get so caught up in like america's like this and like no other country is like can equivalent to us and it's like nah there's some some jails some some ghettos out in other parts of the country that are way worse and way rougher than ours like we can't just fucking think that you know everything's times 10 in america and like no other country is like is rough because there's rough ghettos in the UK, damn it, rough ghettos in Africa and shit like that. Motherfuckers is walking down the street with hyenas on chains and shit like that. So, bro, <laughs> it's not kill that shit. Like, yeah, it's uh, the area you are from does not dictate, you know, your toughness. Uh, that's what I'll say, definitely with that. But what what really just and this will probably be my final point on this John Morant stuff. But what really is crazy to me is is like you. Go most of these guys go to the NBA or go play sports for one reason and one reason only to get out of the poverty and the dumb shit that they're in. Why the fuck would you get that kind of money and then go back into those ways? You you wanted to join the go to the NBA and make money, so you don't have to live like that. That is the whole point, and that's like crazy. It's it's just like crazy when I see like rappers who can't or you know athletes who can't break away from the street life and it's like 
what what was the point of all this then? If you feel like you can't break away from that street, then you should have just stayed there. You know, you're you're putting actually more people sometimes in danger when you get status and then participate in that stuff because now you putting a targets on other people's backs. So and so's cousin, you know, John Morant's cousin might be a target because they'll say, "Oh, that's John Morant's cousin." You know, he might got some money on him because you know his cousin John Morant. Or, you know, his cousin's a rapper or something like that, you know. So you got to, like, you got to think. You really have to start thinking. And, like, that's – I think we take celebrity stardom in America. We take it for granted. We just assume, like, uh, you know, you rich. You're going to live a nice life and blah, 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 blah. But there's a lot of risk with being that famous. And you got to know what you're doing. You got to know how to make good decisions. You got to know how to make good choices. You got to know how to um, – manage your money. I mean, we've talked about this in other seasons, you know, there's a lot of people who get $300 million and go broke, you know, and you brought all these people with you and they're, but they were depending on you to make them money, you know? So that, that's why I'm like, jaw, you got to really do better, man, you know, and you got to just more think about, you know, your choices. We've all been there. We've all been dumb, 23, dumb, dumb. And if you haven't, if you're listening to this and you're not that old, you'll be there, but you know, it's, Making sure that, like King Diamond, I was saying, learning from other people's mistakes. Hey, you should. You don't have to make pay make the same mistake as somebody else, especially when they've already showed you the consequences of that mistake. Avoid it. Avoid these obstacles and use these things to better yourself, right? And make better choices so you can make even more money or help more people. Whatever the reason why you're doing what you're doing, um, just always keep that in focus. I think that's another thing. Uh, the jaw hasn't done is keeping in focus why he's doing what he's doing. You know, your motivation, what motivated you to get to that point should be motivating you also after that point, because if it's not, then it wasn't a good motivation in the first place. So it's got to be better. My final takes on it is just, I just hope that he gets the help that he needs. Uh, and this is a mature lesson, mature lesson for him to the point where he finally realized like, yo, my actions, you know, affect so many people on so many different spectrums on, on this playing field. And I hope that, you know, he eliminates the people that are toxic um, and he re-advise and reorganizes his those people that he keeps around. And, it, and, it, and like, you also got to know he's kind of, even though he made these mistakes, he's still young, yes. But he's also the victim because in some aspects, it's like, bro, like where the what people around him is just making him think that he could just continue to do this shit. Like, you know, so it's like he's 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 in a system where the the guidance is failing him because no one's it, like, bro, back in the day when I was young, you know, I, I you know, I thought I used to have to try to prove myself and shit all the time you know i constantly was getting into fights and stuff like that but you know i had uncles and you know some actual real thug motherfuckers that like kind of winged me in and was like yeah this this life's not about you like you're not for it like you're way better than this like you you could play sports you can get out of this environment like don't even try to be in this life because when you go one day the, you know how the saying goes, keep knocking on the devil doors one day, he's going to answer you. It's the same concept. You keep trying to, you know, out here trying to test your, you know, try to test and prove it's yourself. There's going to yeah. be some real motherfuckers out there that's going to try to pull your card. And so, I, you know, I've been blessed to, you know, have people in my corner that kind of like, stop, like, this is not for you. And unfortunately, I know even though you got a daddy, um, no one in this corner has, unless maybe, well, I can't really say that because maybe there are people that's in his corner, but he was like, oh, you guys just don't know. Like, y'all just saying that just to say it type stuff. So, but hopefully he gets, you know, this is a teachable moment. This is how you can, you know, mature and, you know, become a better man. And hopefully at the end of the day, he becomes a better man, a better man because one, he's a hell of a basketball player. Two, he's a hell of a human being. And three, you him this could go total south on him and he could lose fucking everything and at the end of the day he is a human being and you don't you never want to see someone um that's successful have to lose everything over so you know something that could have been preventable so that's my final take on it i ain't going to take too much time um but we do have another person who 
same concept. Like, feels like because they're in a certain status, they don't, you know, they live, they have different rules. Um, there's been a video that's been leaked out of Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes, where he is um, super drunk. You could tell he's, he's a little wasted. You know, he drank too much goose like AB last night. Um, <laughs> hey, but, what did I say? That goose gets you loose, boy. Uh, they have video footage of him um, sexually assaulting, if you want to, the correct political term, um, the manager of a restaurant or I think it's a restaurant club lounge. Yeah, I believe it was a restaurant um, where he's grabbing her, trying attempting to kiss her multiple times. And you can see in the video where she's super uncomfortable. And um, so we just wanted to talk about it. Um, it is something, uh, you know, he is Patrick Mahomes, uh, little brother, but also he's what a TikTok famous influencer, whatever you want to call his little ass. I can't stand him. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It's probably one of the reasons why I'm a little like anti Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a hell of a quarterback, but you know, with between his brother and his wife, I just, I just, I just can't jump on the Mahomes bandwagon full throttle. Um, but how are you feeling about it? What's your thoughts, points, views? So this is similar to what we were just talking about, but it's also a little bit different. And the reason why I say that is because these are more blood relatives. This is Patrick Mahomes' immediate family. So it's a little bit different. It's a little harder, I say, sometimes to uh, get your family in line. It is like your friends. Your friends, you can just kick them to the curve, you know, but your brother's always going to be your brother. And, you know, you grow up with them, you know, you respect them, whatever you want them to be a part of your life, but you can't also, you can't control them. You know, um, Jackson is doing dumb stuff basically based upon, you know, do you know who my, I bet you exactly one of the words that probably come sentences that come out of his mouth all the time is, do you know who my brother is? You know, and it's like, okay, bro. Yeah. That's your brother. Let's keep that in perspective. That's not you. That's your brother, you know, so you you aren't Patrick Mahomes. You are Jackson Mahomes. So let's start acting like it. Let's not act like you are Patrick Mahomes. But that doesn't excuse anything for anybody that doesn't excuse that uh, implorable behavior. Um, you These people got to understand, like, just because you're a celebrity don't mean you get to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. You know, you still if human, you still everybody around you still is a human being. They still have their rights. You know, you don't just get to talk and do whatever you want to people just because you have more money or status than them. Right. So dumb thing to do. Um, and she's going to serve. I hope he gets, you know, the maximum amount of punishment, you know, that he can get because, you know, you shouldn't be doing stupid shit like that. You just shouldn't be. Um, I don't feel bad for whatever happens to him. I don't feel bad. Uh, like I always say, I am, I am pro punishment. I am very pro punishment. If you do something, as long as it's and it was purposeful, you can't cry about the punishment you're gonna get, especially when it's laid out. You know what the punishment is for this offense. You know what sexual assault uh, accusations bring you, even if they're not true. I know I do think we sometimes stretch that term a little bit. A sexual assault, not everything is sexual assault, you know, but um, <clears throat> you still know, you know, hey, if that, if even if this is not about judging if it was or wasn't, even if, you know, you even do something small and it gets labeled sexual assault, right? And it may not seem like it, but you're going to get in trouble for sexual assault. You're going to treat it all as the same. So, you know, it's a dumb move, dumb, dumb thing to do. And, you know, Patrick needs to definitely sit down if he hasn't already, you know, with his brother and say, look, hey, man, you got to get get a shit. You get your shit together. Get your shit together or you're cut off. Simple as that. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to enable you to be a dick to other people. And I feel like that's that's all you have to do. And, you know, if he doesn't he doesn't follow those rules or he doesn't, you know, get get in line and you get. Got to do what you got to do. And sometimes you got to cut family off too, unfortunately. I mean, I I don't, I would never want to do that, but, you know, you can't associate with people who are trying to drag you down. 
You know, that's what the bottom line is. No matter if it's your mom or your dad or your brother, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it's just you're in a different place. So he needs to focus on that and make sure his his you know image stays clean. He especially Patrick. I mean, he's got the State Farm commercials now, and you know he's on TV a lot. So and outside of just not the NFL, you know, and the, and the NFL is more cutthroat than the NBA. Them motherfuckers they don't even guarantee your money. All right, so if they cut you, that's it. Not only do you cut, you ain't getting your check either. That's that's one thing about the NFL is that they put a lot of safeguards from the from the shenanigans and I I think they do that because they know the type of people that sometimes they're bringing in and uh you know that goes back to you know us as black people you know trying to paint a better image for yourselves we we need to do that we need to stop bringing these negative negative lights and conversations towards us or it's just cuz they're making it harder for us to you know get over these hurdles um and the NFL is just a prime example where there's billions, billions and billions of dollars being made, and we're just getting a drop because of what people think about us, you know, our behavior, our actions, and stuff like that. So you just, you got to be, and Patrick Mahomes is light-skinned too, so this looks bad on the on the light-skinned side, but, you know, who generally get more credit for being more well-behaved, you know, I put that in quotation marks, well-behaved than the dark-skinned people, so uh just just dumb dumb stuff on on Jackson Mahomes part you know but i will say you know he's drunk if he was drunk you know we all do dumb shit you know apologize take your licks and you know move on that's the best thing he can do for himself you know and correct his behavior but uh i don't really have much more to say about that what about you so for me personally i just feel uh coming from that same you know accusation that shit is nothing to play with like you know that that can turn that tarnish your image 1000 percent. even if you know it was a misunderstanding or something like that just having that you know those those words associated with you is it's gonna put you, paint you in a in a dark light so i one i, I definitely like yo shit like that i i wouldn't wish on my worst enemies because like that oh that's just as worse as felon like in today's society if you put a sexual assault next to your name then it's gonna that like and nobody's gonna fuck with you like everybody's like luckily you know uh for me you know i was able to clear my name but at the same time like that's not something that you know you you want labeled as at all um two and it goes back to the same thing that i said with uh john morant and it was like yo where are your parents like what are your parents doing to put you in like to allow you to do these certain circumstances or not think that this behavior is okay and it's like i feel like with these newer generations you see it more more prominent because it's like you can't whoop your kids like they used to. back in my day we used to get ass whoopings bro and i'm not talking about like no little pat pats with you know a little on the ass i'm talking about with belts i've been whooped with extension cords to this day i fucking hate hot wheel tracks because i've been hit with hot wheel track and that shit hurt so it's like it puts it, it like it though you know it's on the fence of you know child abuse whatever how you ever want to however you want to you know extenuate or look at it but you know that shit i'm sorry to say it does work because there's been some times where I've been, i was out there in the streets when i was young and i'd be like oh i'm about to do this and i was like i'm like ooh. Is it yeah, really worth? Yeah. <laughs> is it really worse? You know, if yeah, I may get away with this, or you know, this might be cool at the time, but is the punishment worth the motherfucking outcome? And it was like, I, I you know, I'd be like, nah, that 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 ass whooping I got last week is that, that nah, that didn't, you know, it might be even worse this time, you know, the, if I look back, because you know what I did to get that ass whooping isn't as severe as, you know, what this ass whooping is going to bring. So it's like, you know, it, you know, though people, you know, people are on different spectrums on, you know, pun- you know, physical uh, punishment for kids and stuff like that. That's, to me, that shit work. And it's like, the more ass whoopings I got, the less trouble I got into mm-hmm. because I, I was like, I ain't getting in no more ass whoopings. So, so um, I just feel like, you know, sometimes it's just like, we got to look at these parents and stuff like that, especially like, come on, man. Like, 
you know your kids are out here being famous. You need to educate them until like and and let them know like and his it, it's not like he's he didn't come from a, a up kept family. You know, his dad played professional baseball, so it's like you're already in that like mid class, upper tier uh spectrum of society to where it's like, hey, you don't act like this, you don't do certain shit like this. And then especially being from a, a African American, even though you're half, you're still you're still taught to, you know, you still got to act like this. You still got to do these type of things because it's like, it doesn't matter if you're like, we were just talking about, it doesn't matter if you're 5% black or a hundred percent black it, it, you're and you're light skin or whatever. As soon as they know that you're black, they're always going to, you're always going to be associated with black. A hundred percent of my friends, I am the black friend of the group. Doesn't matter. Like I am one of the black friends of the group. I am not white. I don't like even with my black friends, it's like I'm black, but it's like, oh, you're the light skin of the other group. So you're no matter where you're at in society, you're always light skin or not. You're always going to be considered black. If they know that you have some type of black ethnic background, you're always going to be black. So it's like you still have to like, you know, there is always going to be a target on you, especially if you're you're light skin, black, black, you're a light skin, black person and you. You you're comfortable in your your ethnicity. You you know you wear locks. You know you wear beards. You got tattoos. You know you do most stuff that not a lot like most uppity white folks don't think is uh, acceptable. You know they don't think that you know you growing your hair out, having natural curls and an afro or braids and stuff like that. Because in their environment they don't see it every day. You know Billy is not getting cornrows in his in his head. He's getting what a mullet. Or, you know, he's has a little comb over it with a little part in there, you know, he, you know, so it's he doesn't have the for the fresh fade, you know, in, in the lineup and stuff like that. So it's like you got to. You're held to a certain standard. And it's like who like maybe he's just hanging out too with too much of his white friends to where his white friends get away with murder. You know, they get away with all this other stuff because, you know who they are and he thinks that he fits right in and sad to say you're not gonna fit in and it's like yeah you're i guess a prominent uh tiktoker i don't even know what he does but i know he does tiktok dances that's what he got you know ridiculed first um so i guess he's he has his own little little bit of wealth or a little bit of you know celebrity status and it's like yeah shit gonna go away quick especially like when these kids out here you know like the media is gonna it's out to, to destroy your image. So if the media is out here to destroy your image, you're going to lose everything that you own because that's how you're making your, your money, your revenue. And then you're putting hardship on your brother because you're his brother. So anything you do is always going to get associated with him. And for Patrick Mahomes, like this is where I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes because he got his brother to deal with and all the stupid shit that he does. And then his wife be doing some questionable things too, to where it's like, Ah oh, damn, man! Like, can y'all just fucking sit in the house and just fucking <laughs> decorate the house, or you know, do something like, like what? Stop! Stay off Twitter, stay off TikTok, stay off all this shit. And it's like, I feel bad for him because he's like he's getting put in the corner because, you know, of shit his family's doing. And it's like it should never be that way. Like it should always be your family should be trying to look out for you, no matter what status that they have, and. His family just fucking fails him, and it's just like, you know, what? How bad is his brother gonna feel if you know he loses his Under Armour deal or his all his State Farm deal because you know his brother did some stupid shit, and you know that's his brother, so people are gonna correlate and think because his brother's doing shit like that, that you know, it's all about who you keep around in your circle, right? So if his brother's in his circle, then you know they're gonna be like, oh, we can't associate with you because or the people you keep. And so it's just like, basically the moral of this week's uh, episode. episode is basically like, hey man, like you have nothing to prove to people. Like you are who you are. Your u- uniqueness has got you to the point to where it got you to where you're at. So keep using your uniqueness. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Stop trying to be a, a motherfucking statistic. Stop trying to be a, um, a clone. Stop trying to thinking that you have to prove yourself or be a certain way in order to 
um, be accepted in society. You already made it. You, if you reached a certain level of status where people want to like worship the words that you say or the things that you do, you've already made it. You don't have you keep using your uniqueness to educate and make other people better. You don't have nothing to prove. And it's like, you always got like, I call them the Oscar, the grouch group, but them motherfuckers is always just going there. Those are the ones that the, the people that reach the certain status focus on because they're the ones that are negatively saying, Oh, uh, he, Oh, he changed or, Oh, he, he's, he, he's black, but he don't act this certain way and stuff like that. Stop listening to the Oscar, Oscar, the grouch crowd. Like, bro, that's their whole job. They're the crabs in the barrel trying to pull you back down. You already, you already out. You already made it out and you getting sunk right back in because a stupid is that's at the end of the day, it comes out to stupidity and immature. You doing stupid shit and immature shit just to prove to some people that don't their opinions don't matter. It's a small, small piece of the equation. And so the moral of this week's story is like, you'll be yourself, be unique. Stop worried about everybody else. You have nothing to prove. I don't have nothing to prove that I'm black. AB don't have nothing to prove that, you know, he's a thug. We are who we are. We act the ways that we act because of the environments that we put ourselves in. That's our uniqueness. No one can immu- no one in this world can immutate my experiences and what I've been through and create the same person that you see here today. Same thing with AB. No one, all his life experiences and his trials and tribulations no one can recreate AB. Stop trying. No one can recreate you. Draw all the fucked up shit, all the high moments, low moments of your life. You know, how you grew up, how you were taught to do things. No one can recreate the uniqueness. No AI, none of that shit that's in this world to today or in the future can emulate exactly your whole entire experience in this world. Keep your uniqueness. Because your uniqueness is what's what made that brought you here, and it's going to keep rising you to become the better person you know, that society needs. And that's pretty much it. It's like stop doing dumb. Sh- like stop, stop, stop trying to to fit the mold and just let your uniqueness take over. Man, that was so powerful, man. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're giving good advice to the next generation. <laughs> King Diamond Eyes, how here for the people, about the people. Yeah, but I agree. I totally agree with you, man. Man, keep being yourself. You guys got to, don't have anything to prove. You know, really don't. Um, just just be you. But that is all we got for this week. So we hope you guys take our advice and be yourselves and have a great week. And as always, we will be here next week for you, and we'll have some more great riveting podcast discussions maybe even have a guest appearance who knows but uh that is all we got for you any last words positive mindsets make positive outcomes this is the forever rich podcast deuces this is y'all have a good week